0: Hello and welcome to Lists and Other Things That No One Asked For with Jesse Barvin, your weekly mini-podcast with essays and lists about music, TV, books, and in in general, the painful process of growing up. Thank you for tuning in. In college, I played guitar in a band, and we would play shows anywhere, and I mean anywhere. One night we played a show in a city about five hours away from our town. Here's how that works. Around lunchtime, we packed our stuff in two cars, singer and bass player in one car, me and the drummer in the other, and started the pilgrimage to the big city. We found the venue, without GPS I might add, loaded in and did our sound check. We watched a few bands play, and then we jumped on, played our set, packed up, and stayed to watch the headlining band. And at the end of the night, we waited around for the booker to pay us zero money. That's how most of the shows were back then. We did it because it was fun, and we were friends, and it didn't matter that we lost money almost every show. That's not what I remember most about that show, though. What I remember most is the drive home, our drummer at the wheel, me in the passenger seat drinking energy drinks and keeping him awake, the dark freeway passing by outside the windows. Oh, and we only had one CD with us. All we had was the self-titled We The Kings album and we listened to it over and over the whole drive back. I'm not sure if it was an oversight or more likely we were just too tired at 2am to fumble around with a CD wallet and change the CD. This was around 2007 for context. That experience stuck with me, probably because I ended up hating that album, No Offense to We The Kings, and in the moment it felt like I was losing my mind. I was thinking about that night recently because that would never happen in the present day. The way I consume music is so much different now. I admit, I don't listen to a lot of new music. Not for any particular reason, not because music was better back in my day. Although, sometimes I do feel like my brain is a dusty storage room and a lot of the shelves are already filled to the brim with 2000s pop punk and emo and there's not a lot of new shelves. It's not because I don't want to get into new music, it's just a lot of work. There is so much music nowadays, you would never get stuck listening to one CD over and over, but when it comes to finding new music, I don't even hardly know where to start. The hardest part is how overwhelming it feels. When I was a kid, you could go to the biggest CD store in town, and you still could probably only find 1% of the world's music there in physical form. And if you only had $14, you could only afford one CD. And then if you were rich, you could put it in your car CD player and listen to it over and over. And if you were regular, you could put it into your Walkman and run it into your tape adapter and then put that in the tape deck of your car and then listen to it over and over. Much has been said about the pain of buying a CD and then finding out it only has a few good songs, or worse still, that it only had the one good song. On the flip side, since I already had the sunk cost of buying that CD, it would often make me try and listen to that CD and ring some good songs out of it, and sometimes it worked. Even with a good album, with repeat listens, your favorite song could change as you listen to the same CD over and over again. Even the CD that you thought only had the one good song, upon repeat listens, you might find other songs that you liked. But now, for the same price as a CD in the olden days, I can open Spotify and it's like, here's pretty much all the music ever. Choose wisely. I get overwhelmed, and then I just listen to podcasts instead. I think that's called the paradox of choice, I don't know, something like that. Sometimes new music filters in for my kids. Most of it is trash, but some of it's not bad. You ever hear of K-pop? I have. I can't stop hearing it. I've heard it so much now, I think I like it. To my surprise, it's very good. Or maybe I've just heard it so much that my tastes have been changed for the worse. Or maybe in my younger days, I might have liked it, but my mind was so closed off to different forms of music that I wouldn't have allowed myself to enjoy it. But now, because life has beaten me down and my kids have repeated the song so much that I can now say without embarrassment that Butter is a banger. Side note, why are there like seven of them? In my day, boy bands only needed four and five members. One of my kids just started middle school, and he said, because Eminem is now in Fortnite, Eminem is now popular with the middle schoolers. And now he wants to listen to Eminem. And I'm like, Eminem came out when I was in middle school, and you're telling me he's popular again? Normally, when it's something from my youth, my kids politely hate it. But in this case, he's like, no, I love Eminem. He doesn't get any of the references. He doesn't know who Christina Aguilera, Carson Daly, or Fred Durst are. It blows my mind that he likes any of this. Side note. It's funny to me that Eminem is so highly thought of now as a rapper slash hip hop artist because when he came out he was kind of a joke, right? Like a novelty. Maybe I'm wrong in this, but My Name Is was essentially a joke song, and everything that came after seemed like it was just trying so embarrassingly hard that I never gave Eminem a second thought. I never got on the Eminem train. I lumped him in with Insane Clown Posse and Kid Rock back then, which... I know sounds crazy now, but I think it was fair back then because they were all from the same place and all their early work was just screaming, we're edgy, we're so edgy, just begging to be transgressive and have people be upset by them. At some point though, the world shifted and Eminem became a very serious rapper. Maybe it was after 8 Mile came out or maybe before, I don't know, I never saw the movie. Either way, I missed the change. My thought is, there are tons of great hip hop artists, so why focus on Eminem? It's cool that he's taken seriously now, but on the other hand, I can't stand how seriously Eminem takes himself. But what do I know? Either way, it doesn't matter. It's not for me anymore. It's for the middle schoolers. Thank you for listening to Lists and other things that no one asks for. I post a new episode every Monday. If you prefer reading, this is also available as a substack. You can find me on social media at Jesse Barban. See you next week.